everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode number 72 on Monday the 29th of March 2010. I am Steve Layton and again I'm very pleased, grateful and incredibly happy to be with you all again. So thank you very, very much for joining me. Okay, so a few housekeeping things. Um, blown away, and I mean like blown away. Thank you, thank you so much for all those who tweeted. Lots and lots of the hashtags going up on In My Mug. Embedded the video into their blogs. We had three or four people embed into the blogs. Um, just sharing with friends, telling people about it. It's been absolutely amazing, and we've had the most views ever for one of the online videos last week just from you guys kind of getting out there and telling people, so thank you very, very much. So much so, we even picked up a, a subscriber in Singapore, so the word definitely got out there, so thank you ever so much. I really, really appreciate all the, all the effort and, uh, and time that you've gone to to really throw that out there for people, so thank you. I guess you should really do the competition winner. Um, earlier on today, I looked at all of the blogs and I randomly selected from the, um, the hashtags. And congratulations goes to Security Ninja, um, at Security Ninja, I'll pop his, uh, his link below on Twitter for his In My Mug shout out and tweeting it out to his friends. Please drop me an email, Security Ninja, and I will get those out for delivery for you next week. So thank you. Uh, and thank you to everybody who, who entered the competition. Really pleased. Uh, other housekeeping items, ah, yesterday, well, no, actually Saturday, because I'm doing this, whatever, we had our third has-been meet-up, the second time that we've had it here at the Roastery, and it was amazing. Thank you very, very much, really special thanks to everybody who came, but an extra little special thank you to John Gordon, uh, Colin Harmon, uh, Mrs. Hasbeen, uh, and Andy, uh, who all made yesterday just like run like clockwork and without you guys it wouldn't have been half as good half as good so thank you ever so much so okay on to the comments for this week um, there are loads of comments so many I've had to pick a few out edit a few bit down otherwise we'd be sitting here for ages because the coffee we're talking about today is a coffee I kind of know an awful lot of but please 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 keep putting comments please sending them Please keep sending them. Please, I read every single one of them. And every time I get a message on the In My Mug one, I'm happy. I'm a little bit excited. Yeah, I know it makes me a bit weird, but let me off, will you? So, let's dive into them. Keith Perry, uh, regular contributor to the comments. Now, why would you not sell those cups on the site? They're super and I want them now. Well, Keith, I'd love to sell them on the site. The problem we have is they're so expensive. We don't like ripping people off. We don't like people having to pay more than they should do. But to kind of cover the costs of them, they're expensive. But we're going to try and work around it because we're that keen on getting them out there. Um, Roland, Roland Gifford, another regular on here, said, In front of the whiteboards behind you, they look like somebody else's coffee bags. They're in the cupping lab, and I think you're referring to the, uh, they're the Cup of Excellence plaques we get because we're a, uh, like one of the special members, one of the, uh, I forget what they call it now, but an associate member or something like that. That means that we, we pay a little bit more for our membership because I love the program so much. But, do you know what? I have lots of other people's coffee here, quite regularly. Um, what did I have here recently? I had, I've had some Monmouth recently, and I've had, I've had loads. I mean, we were always having other people's coffees here, so... You know, why not? It's good to drink other people's coffee. Um, sell the cups, why ever not? Well, yeah, money. Uh, Brendy, quality over quantity, that's me out then. 
uh, and he commented on the San Julian being awesome and the San Julian was very very good uh, and the Kenya last week was stunning I really really enjoyed it which Alex, Alex Redgate agreed yummy been craving some Kenyan for a while hey that wasn't in there by mistake mate I've noticed that we've been doing a lot of uh, a lot of espresso focused coffees and I wanted to do something a little bit different so that's why that was in there uh, not at all challenging in its interestingness I don't think that's a word uh, but just thoroughly enjoyable love it JJ, my sense of smell is very delicate and is greatly impaired by the occasional sniffle. How does one keep one's nozzle calibrated so mistakes are not made at the cupping table? I'm full of cold at the minute. I've been full of cold all week. And you know what? That happens. Um, how do you keep it calibrated? You just keep trying. You keep smelling, keep looking, you know, and keep working at it. It's really just something that comes with time. Uh, Simon Hogg, enjoyed the dynamic performance this week. Everyone I've given this coffee to loved it. Creamy, zingy, great mouthfeel. Leaves you wanting more. In fact, it's only Tuesday and it's almost gone. Uh, good stuff. And he also said, being a subscriber is great value and what took him so long. And, and you know, I'm all for that. That subscription thing isn't going to stay at that price forever. I'm telling you that now. Um, we're going to have to address that at some point. So, But for now, I just want subscribers. Subscribers. Um, Richard R. Blaster, who came to the meetup yesterday, watched with the black slug in the top left-hand corner of the video. It was the mic. Yeah, sorry about that. Mark said, I got very strong lemon smell coming from the bag upon opening, reminded me of lemon cheesecake. Get in. Take that, Andy. No, I, I, I got the cheesecake too, but uh, I also got the, the lemon meringue as well, which I felt was, was a close description. But it's brilliant that you got the cheesecake in there. And loads of the feedback this week. I've, I think it's probably the one where I've had emails the most, where people have said... I really get the lemon, I really get the lemon cheesecake, I really get the lemon meringue, and I really get the sweetness. So, real kind of consensus of opinion on this one, so it's been good. Colin said, very creamy, bright, not a style I would normally go for, but I think it's going to grow me massively. Um, and so Leslie Phillips, another message, and said, So Leslie Phillips, I just, I love you. I'm not going to say anything more, I just love Sir Leslie Phillips. So, listen, what I'm going to do is going to whap you on pause, going to go and prepare the coffee. Uh, I haven't decided how I'm going to do it yet. Mm, I'll decide when I come back. And, um, yeah, we'll get tasting. Okay, so I'm back, and I have a new mug to share with you. Uh, this has been kindly donated to me by Gary Whiteley from Halifax, who's an uh, absolutely awesome barista and a really good friend. Um, Completed this year in the World Bar in the UK Barista Championships and, and made it through to the semi-finals, which was fantastic. So, Gary, thank you so much for sending this. You're an absolute legend, and I really, really appreciate it. So, the coffee we're going to talk about today is called Brazil Fazenda Teramata, and it's from the Dimitina area in Brazil. Um, this year, I decided I was going to set myself some goals. Uh, every year, I kind of like to try and plan the year ahead and what we're going to do. And one of the important goals for me was to get some direct trade, exclusive coffees from producers whom we can create a long-term relationship with, we can build with, um, but also, you know, we can kind of have that exclusivity with and, and really build, build a long relationship. So you get some great coffees uh, that you've never tasted before and otherwise maybe blended away into the general rubbishy coffee out there. Um, and, you know, we, we get some great coffees too. And when I went to Brazil in November, this was at the very forefront of my, my kind of mind. And this was one of the, co one of the coffees I found there. Uh, farm lo is located in Chapa de Amantina region, which is about halfway between the equator and the Tropic of Capricorn. Altitudes that go somewhere around about 10, 1050 to 1200 metres. Um, 
providing like you know, an unusual microclimate. Uh, Diamantina region is the largest producing uh, biodynamic area in Brazil. Uh, over 600 people employed and from biodynamic farming and something that's really been taking off there. So what is, uh, what is biodynamic coffee? Oh, okay. Right. All biodynamic coffee is it's an organic approach to farming. It's founded on a holistic and a spiritual Mm, spiritual, don't like that part. Um, understanding, it was built by Rudolf Steiner, um, and it, I, I've got a better way of dating it, but we're the only UK certified roaster as we speak for biodynamic coffee. So I'm quite proud of, and I know I've said it a few times on here, but I am quite proud of that. But I'm going to give you the has been Steve summary of what biodynamic coffee means in one short sentence. Biodynamic coffee means the farmer gives the stuff about the farm, the land, the animals, the people that live, work, are on that farm without using any pesticides or anything like that. They give us stuff. That's it. So there's lots of hooky-kooky stuff with it that I really don't like where they bury a horn full of manure and they put a cap full of lavender oil in and spread it all over the fields which is complete nutter's gobbledygook but it doesn't do any harm but what it does, what the good parts it does do is looks after the land, looks after the workers, looks after the people, looks after the environment looks after everyone involved within the farm in a holistic approach and I think that's really cool so I was saying this was off track this is from the trip from here in 2009 um, and on the way back to the airport they were just about to drop me off we were passing this farm uh, and Luca was telling me about this guy and how kind of uh, how cool he was and how uh, everybody really liked him and I said well why haven't I tried his coffee he was well I said well can we stop and he was like yeah come on so took us in uh, walks in and as soon as we arrive there's these two big huge dogs come bounding out uh, in fact I think I've got some photos so I'm going to pop them on the screen now um, and the dogs are called Hugo Chavez and Che Guevara um, are you getting an idea where this is going yet? <laughs> and then this guy came out and he's got a big ponytail and uh, he's an older guy and the first thing he says was Americano and I'm thinking no no I'll have an espresso joking he, he kind of asked if I was American and um, Luca was like no 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 Inglaterra and he was like um, all he ranting away and all I could really pick out from the rant was George Bush America and obviously not being very happy turns out this guy was Ardetto Menzies um, who is the farmer owner producer from Terramata so Ardetto took us around the farm um, and it's the weirdest place I've ever seen in my life. He is obsessed with biodynamic farming. He is obsessed with making the land work with what he wants to do. He's obsessed with the principles of it. Um, the farm was a very healthy farm, produced up to 200 bags a year. Um, and he's managed to take that yield from 200 bags down to eight. It's just not sustainable. As a farm, selling into the markets he was selling in, that farm's no longer... Um, you know, viable, but he has this belief, this kind of almost blind belief that this is what he's going to do. Um, and it's amazing when you think that he's a scientist, he comes from a very educated background, he's, he knows, he knows what he's doing, um, but he's just, he believes firmly that he should look after the, look after the earth, look after the land. Um, and I've got a feeling that Terramata 
I'm thinking off the cuff here, but Teramach actually means Earth Mother or something like that because he's so convinced that he wants to look after the whole farm and the whole biodiversity of the farm. Um, the only fertiliser that Ardetto uses on the farm is from the trees. So it's very, very heavily shade grown. I'm going to show you some pictures now within the farm um, and you can see these huge trees amongst all the coffee trees, loads of shade, not much sunlight, uh, very, very difficult to grow coffee in that kind of environment. Just amazing. So the varietals that we've got are Typica and Nationale. Nationale, as much as I can find out, is very closely related to Typica. Um, it's uh, a Brazilian varietal. Uh, it always comes up in Brazil and it seems a bit of a cop-out for when you don't know what it is, but I'm fairly confident it's linked to a Typica style of uh, varietal. Uh, pulp natural processing. The processing, I'm going to show you a picture now of the green and the green is it could be better, it really could be better, but I think the coffee's really good on its own. I actually don't get too het up about it. I think next year, what we've asked Ardetto to do next year is to let Luca do the processing for him. And I think when we do that, we're going to get an absolutely stunning cup. I mean, absolutely amazing. Um, Cup this coffee blind when we were buying it, so I'm trying to think of things that, I've got loads about this coffee I want to tell you, so if I keep jumping about, please excuse me, but we cup this coffee blind on a table of six coffees, six Brazilians, some very, very solid Brazilians in there that are my big favourites. Um, and this place really well, I mean really, really well. Um, and it just seemed like a, a stupid not to, so we bought all eight bags from the farm. Um, we're hoping that the price that we've paid helps uh, Ardetto to increase his production, focus on what he's doing, look at it, you know, and, and actually start to do something with it. So we hope next year there might be a little bit more. We also hope that he's processed just a little bit better. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's the coffee. I'm going sh to show you a little video now um, uh, where it's just Ardetto talking to people within the farm. It's the only little clip I got from the farm, like the fool that I am. But it'll just give you a kind of idea of what the guy is, and then when you come back, we'll try this coffee. Decidivamente. Você tem ali quatro por quê? Um quatro por. Pena essa. Vai ser no índio. Ele aqui ele se naturaliza. He is at one with the forest. <laughs> right, so let's dive into this cup. Actually, before I do that, I should show you the rose colour. I'm just desperate to drink, that's all it is. So I'm gonna show you a picture of the rose colour. You'll see here from the rose colour that, this is my medium, medium dark roast. Um, certainly a little bit darker than some of the roasts we've had of late. Um, it is a pig to roast. It is a 13 year old boy of a coffee to roast. It is horrible. Um, it is awkward, it is really difficult to get right. Um, we really struggle with it. Uh, again, I think this comes down to processing. Um, but when it is right, well, it's really worth it, and I hope you agree. So, um, snozzer in the bowl. So, on the aroma, I've got coffee all on my nose. <laughs> on the aroma, you get, even with my cold, that is absolutely horrible, but with my cold, I can still smell the pine. I can smell the pine cone coming through there. It is just big. Um, and I think this is a lot of influence of the tree. I think it's a lot of the influence of, of the way that the fertilizers are being given to this tree. I, I'm so interested to see whether this does have an impact. Um, 
You know, this is just anecdotal evidence. I'd love some kind of study to see whether, you know, what's around really does. I've seen it before where there's been, um, you know, kind of fruit grown nearby that you can get an extra fruitiness. So, but very, very piney, very bold, very big. A um, little bit of stickiness on there as well, a little bit of sweetness. So. Okay, I've used the pour over today and um, yeah, it doesn't, it's not as aromatic on, on the wet as it is on the dry, so do smell it as a, as a dry before you, uh, you make the brew. That woodiness is bang there at the front and what that woodiness does, it gives you some body, it gives you some kind of structure, it's a bit kind of a meaty coffee, it's very, my hands talking but it's a really kind of bold big strong coffee um, but then it goes into like this kind of chewy piney kind of sweetness that you get a toffee you get um <coughs> sorry you will have to excuse me this is it's very rude of me but you get this toffee you get this real kind of mashed up pine cone that's all been scrunched up covered in toffee and you're like chewing on it and getting the woodiness come through i think it's delicious um I'd really, really, really like to try it as a... Actually, I'm going to put you on pause again because I'm going to go and make an espresso of this as well because I'd really like to, to, to talk about this as an espresso. So let me just whap you on pause a second and I'll be back in a sec Sorry, pause everywhere. It's like being a big bear. But I'll be back in a second. Okay, okay, okay. So I wanted to try this as an espresso. Um, I've also done a, a cappuccino too to try. And... Um, yeah. Let's get into the espresso. Exactly what I expected in the espresso. Piney again. <laughs> Chewy. The mouthfeel is so thick on this one. It's gloopy, it's sticky, but it's really got that woody note to it. But it's not a dirty wood. A lot like the Indonesians will have woodiness in there. This hasn't got that. It's just got that lovely chewy sweetness that kind of complements it so much. Let's try it in milk. And it's big and it's bold enough to cut through the milk as well. This is a multi-talented, underrated... Do you know, I'm going to go back to my cupping scores on this one. I think I'm going to cup this again because I actually think this has improved. Um, this coffee for me... It's really, really good, and it's great that it's such a small micro lot. It's great that we have that relationship with Ardetto. It's great that we have the relationship with the guys in Bahia uh, who are helping Ardetto to help us. Um, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> Listen, for those who aren't subscribers, going to pop a voucher code up, going to give you 50 pence off a bag on this one for the next couple of weeks. Uh, I would really love you to try it, and um, I would really love to hear what you think about this one. Um, I think it's absolutely stellar, and... Um, yeah, it's a kick-ass coffee, however you want to brew it. Listen, just remember, guys, life is too short for bad coffee.